Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of CMM's Radio Network's Jekyll and Hyde Network Show. Today, this belaying class brings you the tale of the supernatural, based upon the Cannonville Ghost by Oscar Wilde. It is a tale of regret, intrigue, and mystery, which can only be solved by a young child. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you the Cannonville Ghost. <laughs> Ghost? Precisely a ghost! My lord, do you actually expect me to believe that Cannibal Chase is haunted or that there exists such a thing as a ghost? My dear Mr. Otis, I feel it is my utmost duty as the present owner of the Canterville Chase to acquaint you and your family as the prospective owners with the facts. Your beliefs in them rest quite naturally with yourself. In America, my lord, we have everything that money can buy. We have many of your best actors, your celebrities, and stars of sports, your plays, your novels, your work of arts. Believe me, if there were such thing as ghosts in Europe or England, we'd have it at home. In one of our public museums around the world of theater productions. Mr. Otis, possibly. I fear, however, that the ghost exists, though it may have resisted to overturns of your up enterprising American producers. It has been well known for three centuries. It always makes its appearance. At Canterville Chase? At Canterville Chase. Immediately before any death of our family. Well, so does the family doctor for that matter, Lord Canterville. <laughs> we have not cared to live in the place ourselves. But there is no such thing, sir, as a ghost. My great aunt, the Dowager Duchess of Bolton, was frightened into a fit. By this ghost? By two skeleton hands being placed on her shoulders as she was dressing for dinner. Imagination, Lord Denville. Pure, maybe a pure imagination. In conclusion, Mr. Otis, I feel bound to tell you that the ghost has been seen by several members of my family. None of our younger servants would stay with us, and Lady Canterville slept very little at night because of mysterious and persistent noises that came from the courtier and the library. My lord, I appreciate your frankness. I'll take the furniture and go to evaluation. We won't mind the ghost in the house. It's perfectly all right. Quite so. Only I beg you to remember. I warned you. No, it's something cheery. I bid you welcome to Canterville Chase. Thank you, thank you. I want a lovely house. Say, I'm gonna like this. Thank you for permitting me to say on, sir. Good morning. What are you doing there? Why don't you hit me? No, I didn't. should be lost in this great house without your care. Um, hmm? Any cake spot? Come on, Dodger. Now, don't you children touch it. I put tea in the library, madame. So, my children have discovered. Huh? 
Oh yeah, it's very pretty. Better put the tea, Elizabeth. I'll take you up, madame. Hey, these muffins are good. They're not muffins, Roger. They're stones, aren't they, mother? What, dear? I don't care whether they're stones or muffins. They taste great. I guess it was. T. Washington. No thanks, Mother. Gee, I don't think I've seen such a beautiful sunset since we've been in England. Well, we deserve a clear day for a change. I never dreamed there could be so much rain in one month, but today is perfect. Oh dear, I pushed something off the tray, Esther, I think. I'll get it, madame. Thank you, Mrs. Omni. Right over there, in front of the fireplace. I must have a light. Omni that spot children to dispel anything. Oh, where, Mother? There, around the fireplace. I'm sure something has been spilled. Yes, Madame. Blood. Blood. What's this? Blood has been spilled on that spot. Now my way, Roger. Let me see the blood. Are you serious, Mrs. Lemmy? Quite, madame. Here, let me see. How horrid. I don't care at all for blood stains on the carpet. Don't worry, Elizabeth. We'll get rid of it. It's the blood of Lady Eleanor de Canterville. I don't care whose blood it is, Mrs. Lemmy. It must be removed. She was murdered on that spot in 1575. Murdered? Yes, miss. Murdered by her own husband, Sir Simon de Canterville. Say, Dad, some family thinks Cantervilles? Sir Simon survived for nine years and then mysteriously and suddenly disappeared. His body has never been discovered. It's his spirit, his guilty spirit that still haunts the manor. What Norm says, get the pictures in from my suitcase, Washington. Gee, it's a swell blood spot, ain't it, Rosie? It cannot be removed, madame. Bob, Pinkerton and Champion say we will clean up in no time. But, sir, Mr. Otis, I beg of you! See, now it's all gone. I knew Pinkerton would do it. You shouldn't have done it, sir. You shouldn't. Oh! Hiram, quick plate, Mrs. Omnia's bathed. Virginia, give me some water. Maybe it was blood stain. She ought to be used to it since 
There, she'll be alright now. Are you better, Mrs. Anthony? Oh, Mrs. Anthony, trouble coming now. This is your first day in the house. What do you mean, trouble? I've seen things with my own eyes, sir. It would make any Christian's hair stand on end. There are awful things done here. Are we doing commercial? Okay, commercial. Listen to all your favorite musicals and singers tomorrow at 8 a.m. through 10 p.m. Listen to Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, and many, many more. Be on TMN Radio for all your musicals and singers. Listen to all your favorite favorite favorites right now. Hey, for back for more of the Canterbury Ghost here on today's Jekyll and Hyde show. We left the Otis family from America huddled around the Canterbury Mansion housekeeper, Mrs. Umney. Let's see what happens next. If you're talking about ghosts, we're not afraid of ghosts, are we children? Of course not. I love to see a ghost. So would I. A big one. Many and many a night I have not closed my eyes for even a wink of sleep. Tonight is sure to be another. I'll take my, my supper in, in my room, if you don't mind. That storm didn't come up sudden-like for nothing. Good night to you, madame, and you, sir. And the Lord protect you all. What's that striking now, Elizabeth? It must be 12. We came up about 11. Go to sleep, Kyla. I've been asleep just before the clock started to strike. I thought I heard something outside in the hallway, sort of clanking sound. Now, Hyder, you're trying to frighten me. Of course I'm not trying to frighten you, but I tell you, I heard something. Be quiet. There, do you hear that? Yes, I did, Hyder. It sounded like a chain Okay, what's the chain? Get up, strike a match. It's coming near me. Let's the door now. See what it is, Hiram. That's exactly what I'm on. Ah! What the devil are you screaming about, Elizabeth? Did you see it, Hiram? Of course I saw it. Horrible, terrible looking old man. His eyes were red as burning coals, and his long gray hair was ugly. Something was hanging from his wrist and ankles. Chains. They're what we heard. Why don't you do something, Hiram? I am. Be quiet. My dear sir, I really must insist on you oiling those chains. Here's a small bottle of Tammy lubricator. I shall I shall leave it here on the hall table. Hiram, what did you do? The only thing I could think of to stop that booming clanking. Maybe we can go to sleep now. 
What was that? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Something broke. Here, what's going on out here? You saw him, Daddy. You saw him. A dirty old man. It must have been a candle ghost. It was a ghost, Daddy. A the old man. He murdered his wife down the library. Nonsense. You can't tell me. Here she comes. What's the matter, Verge? Mother, Daddy, I was just down in the library. I couldn't sleep and went down to my writing case, which I left in front of the fire. Did you see him, Verge? Him? Who? Rosie missed him, too. Wash on a pillow for a pillow. What's in the glass? It's the bottle of Tammy lubricating oil I put here on this table for that, that whatever it was. The Kindergarten Ghost, the old man. He was up here in the hall. He broke a bottle of pieces and disappeared just as I threw a pillow at him. Daddy saw him. Virginia, are you all right? Yes, I'm all right. But Mother, Daddy, that blood stain on the carpet in front of the fire. Yes, dear, forget about it. Your father wiped it out. That's it, Mother. It's back again. Redder and bloodier than it was before. Theme music. Brought to you by MC Chips. Choose my convenience too? No problem. MC Chips are now in chicken, beef, and barbecue flavor. Order now and get a free ketchup flavor. Maybe chips are great beef in town. We're back to today's episode of Jekyll and Hyde Theater with the Canterville Ghost. We left our family in a state of hysteria as the blood stain on the carpet has returned even after a good washing with cleaner. We now join them. Well, if you ask me, we've been here a whole week and we haven't even made much progress. What can you do in a weather like this? We're lucky to have such large fireplaces. I'm not talking about the weather, I'm talking about the ghost. Oh now, Washington, can't we go to bed one night without talking about the horrible apparition? The more we talk about it, Elizabeth, the less it's frightening. You don't see me or even the twins shuddering and screaming. Virginia isn't afraid. No, I feel sort of sorry for him. Poor old ghost. Well, I can't help feeling that it would be much safer if you, Hiram, and Washington, and even the twins took it more seriously. I don't want to have to move. Seriously, I don't mind the old fellow. He'll just keep quiet and let us sleep. After more than 300 years, he certainly has a claim on the place. But I tell you one thing. If he doesn't use that tame lubricator and quit smashing my bottles to pieces, I'm going to take his chains away from him. Who laughs last? Ghosts don't laugh, Elizabeth. Mind you, I do think that pillow throwing and pea shooting. Now, for heaven's sake, Hiram, don't start with the twins again. They're fast asleep long ago. Getting rested up for midnight. Midnight, probably the little devils. Might I come in, madame? Of course, Rosanna, come in. Madame and sir, I'm upset about everything this past week. Of course we all are, Miss Emily, but it's not your fault. The beast of weather getting settled. It's not that, madame. It's what goes on at night. Nonsense. We'll have all those hygiene cleared up in no time. Miss Emily, besides, Miss Otis gave me full permission to remain in your room safe and sound. Safe? Was old Madame de Trumriac safe when she woke up early in the morning and saw a skeleton seated in her favorite armchair reading her diary? Was Lady Strutfield safe? 
when five unseen, fig unseen fingers clutched her throat so tightly that she was strangled and had to wear a black velvet band around her throat until the day she died? We could go on like that. These promises are neat. I admit that while I do not, of course, believe in such a thing as a cannibal ghost, there is something about the house that I... That interferes with our seat, and we're going to speak of. The cost you the life of one of your family? Oh. Miss Emily, please. Bye. If you persist in your silly fears. Then please, let me give notice, sir. We'll talk about that tomorrow or the next day. Tomorrow may be too late. Doesn't the persistence of the blood spot on the library carpet tell you anything, sir? Yes, that's a humdinger, I must admit. I find myself having locked up that library site every night after removing the stains. Six nights it's been, sir, and each morning the blood is back again, so you never touched it. Yes, but what kind of blood is it? Washington, you've got your list? Yes, here it is. The first morning it came back blood red and returned even bloodier the next three mornings. The fourth it was a dull, almost Indian red. The fifth, it was vermilion, and this morning, it was sort of a rich purple. Sort of like chameleon, isn't it? I don't think we ought to joke about it, Hunter. I know you shouldn't, miss. I'm considering writing article on the subject of commensal blood, see, bloody things when connected with a crime. I think I'll go up to bed now. I think we'd all better turn up the little bit. Are you going to walk the library again? I certainly am. Come on, Washington. We may have a new color for your car tomorrow morning. Good night, Mrs. Omni. Good night, madame, and I pray this good night. Good night, miss. Sleep tightly, Miss Omni. Did you screen the fire, Washington? Okay, Dad, lock her up. Are you coming, Hiram? Coming, Elizabeth. It's almost time to wake the twins. Have you got everything ready, Washington? Yes, in my closet. I'll wait until just before midnight. Good night, Dad. See you later. Good night, son. Something tells me that's the last one here of ye old the Canterville ghost. Did you hear him shriek when he saw our scarecrow? Look, he knocked it over. The broom handle has gone right through the pumpkin show. Where's Virginia? Virginia's not here, Hiram. Is everything alright? Alright, Virginia! I'll look downstairs. Virg, where are you? Virginia? Hiram, what's the matter? Where's Virginia? Be quiet, Mother. She's around someplace. She's not in bed, the beds are messed up. Is that you, Virginia? No, sir, it's me, Mrs. Omni. Has anything happened? Happened, Mrs. Omni? Help us find her, Virginia, my little girl. Wake up the servants. Now, Elizabeth, be quiet. We'll find her. She's probably fallen asleep in one of the big chairs out there by fire. Is she there, Washington? No, Dad, the library's locked, and she's not in any of the other rooms. This all comes of your crazy fooling in the hallways with that... With the Canterville ghost, madame! Sir, I saw him stalking through the house. Washington, catch this key and open the library door. She may have gotten there somehow and fallen asleep. All right, Dad. 
Since midnight, he's been prowling around. We didn't see him, Mrs. Elmi. We've been waiting for him since the clock struck 12. He didn't come out until just a few minutes ago. <laughs> there, there, madame. Maybe she's safe after all. Is she there, Washington? No, Dad. Everything's just as we left it in the library, except... Except what? Except the blood stain. It's back again. Only this time, it's much bigger and much bloodier than it's ever been before. No suspense. No suspense. <laughs> Virginia, hey baby, hey baby. Take her to her room, Miss Amy, and wake the other servants. <laughs> the gardener's tool. We'll search the ground. Daylight's coming. I knew it. I knew this was to be the night. This is his revenge for all you've done to him the past week. Be quiet, Miss Amy. Virginia can't be far. We'll find her if we have to search every corner and tear apart every brick. Alright. Good night for me to get done after the party. This is a commercial. Yes. Oh. Now, now the can scent is in petunia flavor and cherry flavor. Soda flavor is now in lemon. A wonderful scent. Warning may give dizziness or allergic reactions. We now continue the Cannibal Ghost. <laughs> oh, is this your hiding place, Mr. Ghost? My name is Sir Simon de Canterville. Yes, Sir Simon. What are you doing here? I started to the twins' room to beg them to leave you alone tonight. I feel so sorry for you, Mr. Ghost. Sir Simon, but the twins are going back to Eton next week, and then if you behave yourself, no one will annoy you. What's the matter? So it was you who stole my box of paints, and all the different shades of red are used up. That explains that silly blood stain on the library carpet. But what was I to do? It was very difficult to get real blood nowadays. Didn't it frighten you? No, of course it didn't. Though I think it did my mother a little, and it certainly annoyed my father. Miss Omni was definitely one. Ah, uh, yes, Miss Omni is a very satisfactory person. I do hope you'll be nice from now on, Sir Simon. No, no, please don't go, Miss Virginia. You're a great comfort to oneself, lonely and unhappy as I am. But I'm getting sleepy. Sleepy? I have not slept in 300 years. Poor, poor ghost. Have you no place where you can sleep? There is a garden where the grass blooms long and deep. Where the nightingale sings all night through the wild, a cold crystal moon looks down and new trees spread their giant arms against the sleepers. You mean the Garden of Death? 
Yes, death. It must be so beautiful to lie in the soft brown earth. The grass is waving above one's head to listen to silence. To have no yesterday and no tomorrow. Have you ever old old prophecy on the on the stained glass library window? Yes, I learned it by heart the first day we came. When a golden girl can win prayer from out of the lips of sin, when the barren almond bears and the little child shall give away its tears, when shall the house be still in peace and to turn to you? You can be that golden girl, Miss Virginia. It opened for me the portals of the death house. For love is always with you, and love is stronger than death is. I don't think I know what you mean. If you will weep with me because I have no tears, and pray with me because I have no faith, you will have always been that sweet, good, and gentle, will move the angel up to, to have mercy on you. So where would I have to do this, Sir Simon? In darkness, we are with fearful troops, where the wicked voice will whisper into your ear, but they will not harm you, for against the purity of a little child, the powers of hell cannot prevail. Are you afraid? I am not afraid, and I will ask the angel to have mercy on you. Virginia, my darling, thank God, where have you been? We were just about to send out searching parties. Hi, Rom. Hi, Rom, she's here in Rapid Hall, safe and sound. Oh, Mother, I'm so sorry you were worried. I didn't know it would take so long. Take so long. Virginia, where have you been, child? Come up, boy, she's here. Tell the servants to go back to bed. Oh, Miss Virginia, are you really safe? My baby, my baby. Birds, where on earth have you been? Here she is, Roger. Here she is. Hooray, hooray. Well, Virginia, where have you been? I've seen the ghost, Daddy. He is dead. He is dead after waiting 300 years, and he is gone to sleep in peace. Would you like to see him? Child, what are you talking about? There's a panel in the wall near the window in the tapestry room. He's there in a little cell, just a skeleton tied to a huge iron ring. Come on, twins, the tapestry room. That would be the remains where they have been hidden all these years. Of Sir Simon decanted them. Yes, Miss Omni. He had been buried with his, but he was really sorry for all he had done. Before he could really die and go to sleep forever, he needed someone to pray for him. So he asked me to pray for him, and I did. And he gave me this box of beautiful jewels before he died. Dad, come quickly. It's here, just as Virginia said. The secret room and the skeleton and everything. Oh, my child, my child. What a night of terror and of heartache. Never mind, madame. The ghost of Sir Simon will walk no more. See, it's light already and quite clear. I fancy that. What is it, Miss Omni? The old withered almond tree in the court. How do you believe it's blossoms? Yes, I can see the flowers quite plainly in the dawn. Can you really, Miss Omni? Then you need never fear for the Kentwell ghost again, for he is now at rest. <laughs> You have been listening to The Canterville Ghost by Oscar Wilde. Those in the cast were as Virginia, Haley Potion, as Hiram Otis, as Miss Otis, Ella Hoffman, as Virginia's brother Washington, Abby Hood, as the twins, 
As Miss Umney, Rachel Singletary, as Lord Canterville, Maddie Bessieri, as the Canterville ghost himself, Niall Henderson. Sound effects, Annabelle T. Music, Lydia Freeman. Pitchman, Sarah Bell, Lydia Freeman. Thank you for listening to the Canterville Ghost. This is Jillian signing off.